Good. We'll get back to you on well, this. What about you? I was eating Rocky Mountain oysters. Oh, why? That's bull balls, in case anybody wants to know. Oh, I know what that know. is. Oh, you're talking about other people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, for other people. Yeah. yeah. It's because uh, we are in Denver, Colorado. Oh, look out. Colorado. Oh, Colorado. Home oh. of the Rocky Mountain oyster. It really is. It's a delicacy up here. It's a pleasure mountains. to be in Denver. I love being in Denver. It's always fun because it's not too far away from home. Nope. Um, you get a nice setup here. The club's great. Yeah. The air is fresh and clean. Yeah. We're at the Comedy Works Club all weekend. And, uh, and the people are nice. We've got a lot of friends here. Yeah, and everybody's stoned. They are. Yeah, the crowds just laugh because they're all high. We did press this morning, and, and every radio show you go on, they're like old friends now. Yeah. We have, I, you know, I was saying this, like, I, I feel like the airport is the airport, aside from L.A. and New York, is the airport I'm in the most. Yeah. And we have been in Denver a lot lately. Like, we were we here have. for, to promote Super Troopers 2. We were here last year, you know, I mean, we've been at this club. There are two clubs in Denver that we go to that are right. sister clubs. And we've been at them a number of times. We're always here. Yeah. And uh, we have a lot of friends in Denver from different walks I of life. Want, they all want to get fucked up. We always get in let's, trouble. Let's talk about Denver in a second. Okay. But let's get our business out of the let's, way. Kev, <laughs> let's get that business going, Kev. <laughs> the, the crew doesn't want to hear about the business. They want to hear about Denver. Yeah, but we can make the business pleasurable, too. Let's make it pleasurable. Okay. Let's make the business pleasure. Yes. And let's not make the pleasure. <laughs> let's make the pleasure our business. Um, all right. But speaking of that, we're in Denver. It's Thursday. We're recording this. We'll try to get it up, but I don't think we'll get it up ahead of the Thursday night shows. But yeah. people should know we're still here mm-hmm. Friday, Saturday night. Yeah. Uh, so June 8th and 9th, mm-hmm. Denver Comedy Works. Yeah. Uh, downtown. Square. Always a great club. Yeah. We'll do some new material. A little bit of new material. We got some new material. We got some old material. Yeah. Well, you know, we've been busy. We have been busy. But uh, since we come back here so often, it's nice to throw some new stuff out there. So, yep. uh, you know, we'll definitely do that. Yeah. And uh, if you come out and see us, it'll be great. We'll have a beer. We'll have a good time. So uh, Denver Comedy Works, June 8th and 9th. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in two weeks, we'll be in Seattle. We'll be at Parlor Live, uh, June 21st, 22nd, 23rd. That's a Thursday, Friday night, 21st, 22nd, 23rd of June. Mm-hmm. Parlor Live in the Bellevue area yeah. of Seattle. Great, great club. Great club. Always fun. Uh, get your tickets fast. Those are, we looked at the ticket counts today. They are already selling. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, that was fun to see that the tickets are, uh, yeah. are moving there. And then the, uh, the other one we have on sale still, uh, or as of now, we have on sale uh, are, is Portland, Oregon. And we'll be there in July, July 12th, 13th, and 14th at the Helium Comedy Club. And um, those are kind of the next uh, upcoming dates, and we'll talk about more dates after that. Mm-hmm. But um, we're also going to be at Comic-Con. Yeah. Oh, well, I should say, go to HeffernandLemmy.com to get tickets for Denver, Seattle, or Portland, Oregon. Um, then the next weekend after Portland, yeah, we're going to be down at uh, Comic-Con. Um, we're starting to gear up to do the promotional release for the home entertainment version mm-hmm. of Super Troopers 2. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to send us out to Comic-Con. We're going to do a big panel down there. Yeah. So and uh, we'll be down there. I don't know. We can do a show? We don't know yet. We're talking, we're, there's a possibility of doing a Saturday night show. Yeah. But, uh, you know, in terms of the, uh, the home video, uh, we start streaming in VOD on uh, July 3rd. Ooh. And then it's a holiday. Uh, it's a holiday weekend. So that big American weekend, and then uh, a couple weeks later, July seventeenth, we are going to be out on DVD and Blu-ray. And by the way, if you're in the UK, June fifteenth, Super Troopers two in theaters. Yeah. Um, so and I think another another places is maybe in Germany. I think other places in Europe. Is yeah, June 15th. I mean, it's, it's they're they're sending it out worldwide. Yeah. Um, but, but this is pretty fun because okay, so now it's kind of wrapping up. It's. Uh, it's theatrical release, mm-hmm. and we're approaching thirty-one million probably yeah. now. Yeah, which is exciting. Yeah, very exciting. Uh, way over what we thought, and uh, so now they they wind it down, and they get ready for you to be able to watch it on your couch. Yeah, which is the way everyone watched the first movie. Yeah, with their buddies getting high watching it on the couch. Mm-hmm. This one will lend itself well to that as well. Yeah, and so uh, yeah, July third, 
VOD mm-hmm. on your on your preferred VOD platform. That's video on demand. Sure, maybe it's a, a Roku, or sure. maybe it's an Amazon. Sure, or maybe it's a, well, I don't know what else. Yeah, but Roku carries Direct Amazon, TV. So it could be on both. Sure, a Roku and maybe an Amazon. it's on a Comcast cable. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you've got, and you can watch. Whatever it. you've got, and you and you do those, you know, pay-per-view movies. That's it. Boom, Just don't there it is. rip it, you fucking dicks. Just don't <laughs> rip it. Okay. Don't rip it. Just grip it, bro. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then yeah, like uh, they still make DVDs, right? They do. And actually, we have uh, on the Blu-ray and the DVD, we have an hour of bonus features, which oh, is yeah. pretty goddamn cool. It's going to be extended scenes, deleted scenes. We got a behind-the-scenes uh, piece on the making of the movie. Oh yeah, that's right. Which is actually really awesome. It's great. It's really awesome. Like, when I watched it, I was like, holy shit. The stuff you forget that happened. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Like, shit that's exciting to see again. Yeah, no, it's, it's awesome. It takes then, us through um, the whole journey. There's a little... I do a little acting seminar, too. I do my... I do... I do... There's a behind the scenes of how Farva gets into character. Yeah. How do you get into character? Just throw some gum in your mouth and start chewing? Yeah, start being a dick. Be an asshole? Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Hey, that's method acting, baby. <laughs> baby. You don't want to call you I love, baby. Hey, baby. That's great. Um, yeah, you know, it's funny. I, uh, speaking of Super Troopers 2... Um, I was procrastinating the other night. I was working, and uh, you know these these Funko dolls have come out. Yeah, do you know what I mean? The the those yeah. Funko dolls, those little big head dolls. Yeah, Kev, I know because I'm I was the merch guy who, uh, oh, who oversaw that project. Good job, buddy. Yeah, uh, I should talk to you then when I had my problems the other night. I can get you as many Funkos as you want. Oh, that's Jesus. Why, that's why I'm so shocked that you tried to buy them and wouldn't ask about. Well, it, it was kind of like I f- I was sitting there and. Um, People on Twitter were putting up that they had gotten. Like, a lot of people are getting them now, you know? And people on Twitter, look what came in the mail. And I was like, I was like, you know what? It's fucking weird. There's a doll of me. I shouldn't have one, right? Yeah. I shouldn't pass this opportunity up. I should at least, for, uh, you know, posterity, have a doll of myself. Sure. And so uh, I went on Amazon, and they're like, I think, nine, nine or ten bucks a, a pop. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to get some. I'm going to get some. Yeah. And I'll give it to my kids. My kids will love them. Yeah. I have three kids. I'll get, th- I'll get three for my kids, and I'll get one for myself. Sure. Here, I'm gonna get, I got a gift for you kids. It's me. Yeah. It's a doll of me. When they saw them, they were fucking pumped, though. But I, uh, I was like, get three for my kids, I'll get one for me. And I go on, and there's a cap on how many you can buy on Amazon. Yeah. You can only get three. And I'm like, this is my fucking doll. This is me. Why would they cap it? I think people buy them, and yeah. then they buy them out, and then they sell them as collectibles. I you see. know what I mean? So I think they just cap them. And so I, I bought three of them, and I was like, well... I give three. I give each of my kids going to want one. Yeah. I want one. Yeah. So I okay. I'll, I'll try to order some more. Boom! I did it. They won't let you. I I talked to my wife. I was like, "Honey, can you just go on as you know in your account and order some Funko dolls of me yeah. on Amazon?" And she's like, "Okay." And so she did it. And then she got an email saying, "You are in violation of the thing." They knew the accounts were somehow smart. Yeah, They're somehow watching. linked. Somehow They're watching. It's like the IP address. So really smart fuck it now, Kevin. I know. And so uh, I couldn't get the Funko dolls. And so the three of them showed up at my house the other day. My kids ripped open the box. They're like, what's this? They always think the Amazon thing's for them, you know? Yeah. And the Funko dolls, they're like, oh my God, give it to me. And they wanted them and they put them in their room. And so each of them took the Funko dolls. Now I still don't have a Funko doll. Okay, well, guess what, Kevin? Yeah. Uh, You know, the merch ladies, they said, hey, how many, you want some Funko dolls? I said, yeah, I want some Funko dolls. Yeah. I've been dying for the Funko dolls. They're going to send me a bunch of each. Okay. But the funny thing is, is that like, you know, and it's not, it's not funny for a couple of the guys in the group because it's just it's you <laughs> and Jay and me. Now, let me, let me delve into that a little bit in the yeah. sense that if you were indeed the guy in charge of yeah. the, how did it come down that there weren't five dolls, there's three dolls? You know. And how do you explain that to the other guys? Well, look, here's the problem. Is, and and it's, it, they said these are the designs for the Funko dolls. And, okay. You know, it's a good deal. It's a, it's, you know, it's a promotional deal. And sure. Like, you know, the, I'll take what I can get. Bro. And... Um, uh, I said, well, you got to make all five, though. Sure. That's only three. You got to make all five. And they said, well, they, they just want to start with these three. Did you say, if you don't make all five, then make none? Did you say that? I should have said that, but, <laughs> you know, but the advance was good. And, you know, all the guys the were going to share The money was good. All the guys were going to share in that. Yeah. And they said, look, if these sell, then we'll do their two. And I was like, but, uh, you know, it's really, you should do a whole collection. You get, sure. You get Stolhansky and the bear fucker. Sure. You get uh, Soda and the biker costume. Great. Like, these will be... These would be good things, and they're sure. like, they insisted. They're like, this, it's, this is the first wave. Right. If they do well, we'll do the second <laughs> wave. And I was like, okay. <laughs> but then, of course, I got the, you know, the question from Stolhansky. And so as I've gotten a few sure. times. Sure. I mean, yeah, I, mean I, I tell you what, if $3 were made and I wasn't one of them, I'd be fucking pissed no, off. No, and like, you know, I know that like, 
those guys have mentioned stuff to me. They're like, why is it that like uh, Kevin's got the most T-shirts, <laughs> and then like <laughs> you and Jay are on all the other shit? And it's never the two. Of, I was like, so, so do you are on a lot of things, sure. And and Stonehenge is like, but what about me? Why aren't I on it? I'm, I'm right. like. I don't fucking know. This is just what they keep doing. You don't make like, it, right? My hands are cupped. That's why I made him the merch guy. Now he's sure. on all the... Okay, but... Sure. So uh, it was funny because we did, uh, during the promotional stuff, we did, like, I think it was the Vanity Fair uh, online. Right, yeah. And they had us to do, like, do a burn competition. Yeah, yeah. And one of the ones, I felt bad about it in retrospect, but it had to be done. And it was like a roast type thing where you went face-to-face with another broken lizard and yeah. you made fun of them. Yeah, and yeah. Soder said to me... Your proportions on your Funko doll are equal to the proportions in real life. Like, your head is bigger than your shoulders in real life. And I said, well, at least I've got a Funko doll. Oh, shit. And then he left because I had to Oh, him. shit. That's a burn. Him. That is a burn. If you're going to make a definition of something. Yeah, well, that's a burn. That's a burn. I've been trying to explain to my, my six-year-old son what burns are. Right. Let me explain it to you. Yeah. See, Soda doesn't have a Funko doll. Yeah. Um, uh, so, wait. Can you, so, you can get me some Funko dolls. I got Funko dolls coming already. As we speak, they're in the mail. Okay. And I can get you more. How many again? Uh, right now, I've got five of each. Okay. Do you think uh, we should give some to Kevin and Paul, or to uh, Paul and Eric? <laughs> hey, uh, you got some Funko dolls. Just ask. S- s- send the email around. To see yeah. Who wants, who, who wants uh, some of these they Funko dolls? They can give dolls. them their kids. Yeah. Like, Soder can give his kid a Funko doll of me. Yeah. So, you want uh, some Funko dolls of the three of us? They're cool. You know what would be nice, though, if we actually... Just got a Funko doll made up of soda and Solhansky. Yeah, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna just talk one to, to the merch ladies. Just no, no. I mean, you know, even if we did it literally ourselves, literally just make one. Oh, yeah. Can you design one for somebody else? I don't know. I don't know how it works. Okay, listen, we have a sponsor today, Kev. Oh Jesus, I totally forgot about that. Let's I, go. You, listen, you want to shoot your jizz all over I the place? I get it. I get you, it. You want to get your okay. Funko jizz? Fuck. Your funk okay. Okay. Stuff. I'm sorry. Um, okay, so uh, Omaha Steaks. Ooh, our old friends Omaha, Omaha Steaks. Steaks. Just in time for Father's Day. That's Father's great. Day is right around the corner. That's a great Father's Day gift. It's the best. It's the best. And I tell you, like, I get it from my father-in-law. Sure. Our brother, our buddy uh, Baracci, Rob Baracci, who we've talked to about several times. Our Ozark Mountain Daredevils. And he likes unsweetened tea and fucking pretzels. And he hates snacks. David Lee Roth. But we, uh, uh, he got his own Father's Day gift for himself. He got the package. Yeah. And he's, uh, smart. he's, he's a smart guy. He's excited about it. He's excited yeah. about it. So let me yeah. just, you know, so here's the offer for the True Crew, okay? Limited time package for Father's Day, forty nine ninety nine. When you go to omahasteaks.com wow. and type "chew" in the search bar and add the Father's Day package to your cart, so for forty nine ninety nine, this is what you get: you get yeah. two tender filet mignon, two beefy top sirloins, four chicken fried steaks, two boneless pork chops, four all beef Omaha steak burgers, four gourmet jumbo franks, twelve ounces of all beef meatballs, one pound of steakhouse fries. Four caramel apple, apple tartlets, one Omaha steak seasoning packet, plus you get four more grill-ready Omaha steak burgers free with the purchase. That is 78% off mm. of their normal deal. So you go to omahasteaks.com, you type chew in the search bar, and you get the Omaha Steaks Father's Day package, forty nine ninety nine. It's a great deal. Chew, just for the Chew crew members, great. I love those uh, Father's Day deal. Apple tarts, I told you that, right? You do love those. We pop them in the oven. You get them all heated up. Throw some ice cream on top of them. Oh, my God. They're good. Oh, my God. Well, the funny thing is there's four of them in the package, right? Yeah. I got three kids and my wife and me. So there's five of us. Okay. How do you do it? Uh, I don't know. How do you, you do you it? You wait till one of them falls asleep, and then you cook them for the other ones. You cook it up. You just don't <laughs> tell them about it. <laughs> That's right. And you hope that the other kids don't fucking uh, gloat about it the next day. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We had apple tarts when you fell asleep on the couch. Blah, 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 blah. I think Omaha Steaks should do something for steak and blowjob day, frankly. <laughs> You know what steak blowjob blow day is? No, what is that? Exactly one month after uh, Valentine's Day. No, I, I've never heard of this before. Yeah, it's steak and blowjob day. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's so March it's March fourteenth. March fourteenth, steak and blowjob day. And, how, and what's the theory behind the that? The theory is, I mean, like it's a sexist thing. The theory is that Valentine's Day is for the woman, so men should have a steak and blowjob day. Okay, but it's slowly picking up steam. <laughs> I, I think maybe though that steam kind of maybe the bubble got burst though, and it's uh, I didn't hear much about it this year. Okay. But steak and blowjob day. Yeah, you never heard about that. Never heard of that. And so it's, it's like, oh, I made it. We made it another month, so you owe me a blowjob. It's just, uh, you know, it's like there are. I think there is a tendency that a lot of the 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 uh, some of these romantic days are more 
skewed. Okay. So is that a Hallmark holiday? Like they put out cards for that shit? Yeah, or it's what? new. It's a new yeah, one. Yeah. It's a new one. But I feel that way. Happy like, stick and blowjab day. Like I feel like every day, every holiday is for my wife. And Father's Day, frankly, is my favorite holiday now. I mean, I like Really? I love, well, I love Halloween. And okay. I love Christmas. Okay. But Father's Day is a great fucking day. I guess. It, I guess. I mean, I, I, I love the theory of it, but I don't really do anything. Well, you don't do anything like, for anything. I know. But Mother's Day is certainly more of a, a revered holiday where you... You know, honor the moms. You know, the dads. You know, whatever. Yeah, but see, that's your, fuck them. But what do you? They do don't for, carry the kids. What kid do you do for stomachs? Your, what do you do for your wife on Mother's Day? Uh, I told you, we're going to see an Avengers: Infinity Wars. There you go. You give her a hunk. <laughs> you give her a hunk of meat bu- on screen. And I bought her a fucking uh, milkshake. Okay, in well, the for Father's Day, we get a few hunks of meat in the mail with okay. uh, the Omaha steaks. I love that. I love that. Uh, um, uh, okay, so. Go. Yeah. We're, no, no, we're, we're good. done with Omaha, okay, right? Okay, and we're, and we're done with the, uh, with the Funko dolls. We're done with the Funko. There are a couple other things I got on the list here before we get to these. What do you we got? got? I got some, some things, too. People. I got some things, too. Um, uh, by, by the way, Kevin, what do you think of my glasses? Uh, well, you know, it's funny because you, uh, and I don't understand this, but you have these readers, right? Yeah. And um, you have an arm that is broken off of them. Yeah. So they, they sit askew on your face. Yeah. Akimbo is yeah. that the is that a proper thing uh, to say? I think just butt fuck crooked. They do, and you know what? I mean, the fact of the matter is, I don't know if those are your expensive ones, but you can get like fifteen of those at Costco for like four bucks. No, I know, and just go do it. No, I lost my expensive ones. I bought these for you know for four bucks. Okay, so those are the cheapos anyway. They're the cheapos. Just walk across the street to the CVS and get some. Believe me, I feel like you know, it's like I feel like a crazy old person. Sure, you know, like these things. I know they sit crooked and they keep falling off my face. Like if I if I look down. I got my cell phone. They just keep sliding off my face. I know. And you know what? If they were like super expensive, I would get it. But and I was like, these are my, the glasses my father gave me or some shit. I get that. But they're like $4 pair these, of glasses. These are my dad. They're sentimental. <laughs> uh, he, he put them up his ass uh, during the war to bring them back to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those are glasses. And that's where the arm came off. Yeah. Up his ass. So it's still up his ass. Um, okay. Uh, uh, I got a couple things. You can do it. Um, Tacoma FD. Yeah. Give people a little update. We've started uh, the writing process, mm-hmm. and uh, I guess all the info is still the same, though. We're gonna we're starting the process. We're gonna start shooting it in the it's, summer. It's still about firefighters it's in the still, wettest city in the country. It's still about firefighters in the wettest, wettest city of the wettest shit of the country. Yeah, and it's gonna uh, it's gonna uh, air. It's gonna drop. It's gonna. Oh, I say air. Okay. You hate drop. I do hate drop, but you love drop. Air drop. You air drop. You can touch my love drop. Okay. In March, it looks like so first. They're saying first quarter 2019. Yeah, end of first quarter 2019. Okay, so uh, so that's going to be great. But we'll be, we'll be super busy up to then. So yeah. I don't know how much road work we're going to be doing, but we're going to be shooting. We're, and then we're, you're gonna we're watch pulling TV back show. a little bit because we're writing all summer and we are uh, shooting all autumn. That's fun. Uh, we gave everyone the Super Troopers 2 update on the DVD mm, yeah, and also, the Blu-ray. We got a leaker. We got another leaker. Oh, Shit, Lemmy. We got another leaker. It's hard to know how much you c- we can reveal of this because I signed an NDA. Right. I and didn't. the leaker signed an NDA. Yeah, but the, then the leaker turned around and leaked it. Sure. Frankly, Which is funny because, God, I, I really think you should have ripped them a little harder. But I thought what happened was Jay. Well, here, let me tell you the sequence of events. Okay. So sitting there, I got you know my city crab buddies, my, wait, my waiting tables friends. We're all still friends. And, yeah. Uh, uh, we got a chain, text chain going. Somebody sent one, and it was like Marvel courting Super Troopers team <laughs> for m- film project. Sure. Or for, you know, upcoming project. Sure. sure. And then the art, and then I, I, me, I read, I was like, holy fucking shit, because I knew about this thing, and I, right. I forwarded it to all you guys. Right. Start the ball rolling on the right. leak. And I'm like, who the fuck talked about this? There's an NDA that was signed for this, and what yeah. the fuck? And uh, and it turns out it was Chandrasekhar, yeah, who was talking to some media outlet or some website, yeah. And the guy asked him about this, you know, if he would ever make a movie with Marvel or some shit like that. And then he leaked about the fact that we went to this meeting, which he wasn't supposed to talk about. But he had signed a doc, a legal right. document, and then it went into the, and it went into the uh, the the internets, mm-hmm. and it went out to the world, and. Laid in your inbox as a gift because now you turn the tables on him. Yeah, you turn the tables on him. He ripped you so hard for being a leaker, and then he turned around. And he did the exact same thing that you did. Yeah. So, like, uh, you know, when the whole leaking thing happened, Soder never bugged me about it. Yeah. Stolhansky never bugged me about it. Frankly, because I think guys were psyched. 
like they were that the date came out. Well, after the damage control was over, which you know, I mean, it was really it was like a twenty four hour period, right? And then the uh, the info got dropped, the trailer got dropped, the date got announced, and everything was fine. And and then the next a week later, the studio was like, "Holy shit, look at these fucking numbers! It's fantastic!" And everybody kind of let it go. But Jay was the one who really wouldn't fucking let it go, right? And was like a dick about it. Yep. And would, like in those public meetings, would glare at me. He's like, "I'm not happy about it," <laughs> and would glare at me like, "Dude, fucking sure. chill." Everybody here is happy about and this. He made funny of how dumb you are. Yeah, he's calling and... me reek. Yeah, going shame, 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 and everything. Sure. And I read this fucking article, and yeah. it was like, and also it got picked up on the media. And it's it was like, the exact same thing. Yeah, it was the exact same thing. It was like he shouldn't have said anything to anybody, and then he did, and then whatever. But but blown out of proportion for what it was because it's yeah. It's, the, the article also like made it. It's like Marvel courting broken yeah. lizard, which is not the case. I, I should tell because I I went to that meeting. I should yeah. tell what happened and to, and dis, dispel any any <laughs> stories here because there's nothing going on with Marvel. Yeah. What happened was they. Uh, it happens all the time in the industry, right? You have a movie that comes out, and it gets you get on people's radar screen, and they're like, "Oh, I like that movie. I like those guys. I'd like to meet them." Yeah, and just shoot the shit or whatever. And so um, the uh, so Marvel TV wasn't film division; it was the TV division, which is fucking awesome. Also, uh, they uh, set up a general meeting with the agency and said, "Hey." Uh, we'd love to say hi and whatever. And so we just went into a room and just shot the shit and we talked about, you know, you know their shit that we liked and they talked about how they, they loved our stuff and was like, hey, if, you know, you ever have any funny idea, let's get together or whatever. And that was it. There was nothing that happened from it. Yeah. Well, uh, I said, it was, just a, it was just a hey, how you doing meeting. A thousand times it happens in a day in, in Hollywood and you just go meet and you say hi and whatever, you have lunch, whatever it is, right? Yeah. But now it turned into this big scoop where all of a sudden we're doing a movie with Marvel, which is not true at all. It was yeah. just a little meeting. But Chandrasekhar all of a sudden now had to walk this all back. Yeah. And, uh, and he feels spurned. Well, he should. I got on, he fucked up. I got on the phone with him and I was like, dude, <laughs> had, you remember the thing? Remember the leak thing? <laughs> Did you learn nothing about yeah. it? Because I was like, that was an off-the-cuff comment. I didn't even say the thing. I just said, by the way, it's a, it's a holiday in the spring. Like when I thought the thing was over. Right, and then that became the lead thing. The th- same thing happened with Jay. He was like, the guy was like, "Would you ever do anything with Marvel, for instance?" And yeah. Jay was like, "Well, actually," and then just told the story, <laughs> right. and that right. became the lead. Right. He- that became the headline of the story. He's like, "I know, I know." I was like, right. "That's how it fucking happened, you sure. asshole." But the reality is, we aren't doing anything with Marvel. <laughs> By the way, I know you can hear yourself, but I can't hear you. Yeah, I can hear you. No, I, I know can you hear can me. hear me, but I can't hear you. And the live. Chew Crew can hear me. I can't hear you loud. Oh, you want to speak up? Maybe it's the air conditioning. Is it too loud? Uh, no, this is a problem that you, uh, you you run into from time to time because you can hear yourself so well. I know. I have headphones on. You want me to give you headphones? Uh, I'm going to split a jack off and give you some heads off. Whoa. <laughs> okay, folks. You want me to jack off and give you a headphones? Uh, okay. Yeah, dog. He's uh, feeling Randy. It's a thin altitude. Here's the, the upshot of all this is yep. that if you see Chandra Sekar or if you... Um, go see him live mm-hmm. and, and see his comedy shows. Call him Leaker J. Sh- shout it out. Yeah. Leaker. Sh- Leaker. Shandra Leaker. Leaker J. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, you'll have him by the balls if you do that. Yeah. Right? Yep. I love it. Yeah. Old Johnny Milkbags. Johnny Milkbags. Somebody bags. tweeted that me the other day talking about the old Johnny Milkbags uh, leaking the Marvel <laughs> stuff, huh? <laughs> Which was great. Um, okay. So anyway, yeah. So we're in Denver. We're in the Comedy Works condo. Holy shit, I had, uh, it was funny because I went, I exercised, I went for a, uh, get a sandwich. Yeah, yeah. And I wound up get, uh, going to a place called, I think so, the, the Chiba Hut. Sure. Now, I know that Chiba is slang for weed sure. and everything. Like, and we are in Weed Central, so it's okay. Yeah, and I, I, uh, I ordered a sandwich. It was a, uh, a Jamaican, a jerk chicken Jamaican sandwich, but like, okay. it's called like the, you know, Jamaican me crazy or something, but every sandwich Jamaican had like a, a weed pun okay. know, about it and everything. And as I was walking out, I saw some brownies that... Just in a basket, a basket, they were like, ask us if they're infused, if you dare. Yeah. I didn't think about it until I was like three bites into my sandwich. I was like, holy fucking shit. Right. Is this like an edible joint? Because there are edible stores all over oh, God. You gotta, the streets yeah. here. I mean, it's like, it's a different world here. They're everywhere. You got to be careful, dude. You got to be careful. I mean, you eat something, you, you could have a bad show tonight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Luckily, I don't feel like I'm, uh, I'm, I'm all edibled out yet. Sure. But so you got the the uh, Jamaican chicken jerk chicken sandwich got and it, it didn't have any. Uh, no, no, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. As far as you know, as far as I know. But th- those things sometimes take. Uh, it didn't have that that weedy aftertaste. No, I didn't. But you know, but you got to be careful because it's usually right about when you're like this edible sucks is when it's like my dog. Sure. It'll be the middle of your set tonight. Be yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, and then you'll get. Killed. I feel like you can always taste it though. No matter how much they say, you know, oh, you can't even taste it. It's so delicious. No, no, you can always taste it. It still has that like earthy. 
fucking taste to it. You know what I mean? Like you ate a little piece of earth. Yeah. No, no, it's true. It's like you're like, okay, that tastes organic and not in a good way. Like that tastes like I'm about to get drugged up. Sure. Right here. So you're feeling okay though. I'm, I think I'm good. All right. Would you go back to the Chiba Hut or what? I would. I, my sandwich was actually delicious. Oh, okay. I, I endorse Chiba Hut fully. I, I really honestly do love coming in Denver. Oh, yeah. Like this whole area of the, of the Comedy Works Club is, is fantastic. It's like great. I, I went There's around. Restaurants and stores. And, yeah, walked up Market Street. Yeah. Uh, you know, up four, down 15th, up 14th. Smell of weed in the air. There's smell of weed is everywhere. Yeah. You go down by the river. There's like, uh, I mean, like there's like people on drugs <laughs> mingling with children. It's, it's beautiful. The funny thing is I feel like it's not even, it's not even the smell of weed smoke. It's just a smell of fucking weed. Yeah. Like the bo- people's bodies smell of weed. Yeah, here. no. In, in fact, downstairs at the condo here, like I went out and there's just like a dude. I can tell he hadn't been smoking pot. He's just yeah. holding pot. <laughs> right. right. Right, his like fucking armpits smell of weed, yeah, his fart smell of weed, yeah. his fucking beard smells of weed. And it is funny because it's like, you know, they're talking about the, uh, the growth, the influx of, of people. Yeah. The population burst here. and Because uh, of weed. You know, and it's like, you could, I mean, you can see what a weed, a legalized weed, weed city looks like. There are a lot of druggy looking people <laughs> about. Sure. I mean, there are respectable business people. There's, yep. there's people of all. There's children. There's happy people. There's you know. There's people everywhere. And yeah. then there's like these fuck. There's like the stoners. But I walked by one on my little exercise walk. It was like one of those like you know you'd see that in New York where you'd be dudes in suits. They'd be out, they'd be outside of the entrance of their building. Yeah. Smoking cigarettes. Yeah. Like I walked by a group of dudes. Same thing, but they were vaping. Okay. And they're just standing out there vaping in suits. Yeah. In their shirt sleeves and ties. Do you think that's the equivalent of like the three martini lunch? Now? I think so. That's my point. I think that's what it is. The vape lunch. Yeah, let's go have a vape lunch. Dude, let's vape, and then you go vape lunch, and then you eat. Yeah, <laughs> that's. I mean, that makes sense. Sure, but certainly, if you got a think tank at any company, you could you know you could sure. use a little dose of some. Sure, vape. you can open that up. Open your mind a Why little not? bit, bro. I mean, that's uh, what the Rastafarians. Speaking yeah. of Jamaicans, that's what the Rastafarians believe. Um, but anyway, mind. I mean, you know, it's always a pleasure to be in Denver. Love Denver. It's always a great place to be. Um, so, okay, so what we did is um, we were talking. It was funny because every radio station we were on this morning, they asked us at what point you would I get tired of each other. And, we, and the joke is right now. Yeah. We're tired of each other right now. It's already started to happen. And we were sitting in this condo knowing that we were going to do a, a, a podcast, and we're like, fuck you, Lemmy. I'm tired of you. I'm tired of talking to you. Oh, boy. It's and funny. that's why we put the questions out. It's funny because, Kev, I was thinking that, like, you know, you and I, we come to the condo, we don't say anything to each other, and then we get the mics, and we're actually having a delightful conversation. I know, I know, now we are. And why do we need the microphones to do... Why don't we put the mics down, Kev? Nah. That should be the name of... of what if we put the mics down and become the best of friends? Sure. Like, what if our friendship goes to a new level? And we can call the podcast Drop the Mic. Yeah, the day okay. they put the mics down. Okay, okay. Nah, fuck that. No, uh, so instead, what we did was we uh, relied on the Chew Crew and uh, put out the word. If people had questions, we can uh, do the second half of the podcast uh, just answering people's questions. Because people have burning questions out there, you know. They, uh, people have out there, they've seen Super Troopers 2 now, and, you know, we're fresh, we're fresh in their minds. Hmm. And they want to a- ask some questions. Do you see how my left eye is looking over my glasses, yeah, but my right really, eye is not? It's really uncomfortable. <laughs> I love these glasses. <laughs> They've become my favorite glasses. They're my crazy glasses. I know, but you're going to get new ones, right? I've got to get new ones. They what just, are you, like a 1, 1.5? 1.5, yeah. Okay, it's it. the, okay. the weakest one. My let's, eyes are just beginning to go. Okay, tomorrow let's go over to CVS and you and I will get Let's do it. Let's make a day of it. Let's we'll talk. We'll get glasses now let's together. Talk. Yeah. Because you can always use readers. Do you need some glasses? No, no, I'm saying you always readers. Like readers, they're like two bucks a pop, three bucks a pop. You put a pair of readers in every single room in your house, and then you're, they're never out of reach. You know what's funny? Is that I actually, like, when I bought this pair and I realized I'm going to keep doing it, like, I don't even give a shit about how they look. Sure. I just, like, you know, like a lot of people are fussed. They're like, I need a horn rim, or I need, yeah. like, a wire rim. I need circular. I need an aviator. I'm like, they're just my fucking readers. Yeah, once, you, once you're at the reader point... It doesn't matter how they look, because they're just, they're just purely functional. Yeah, that's what these are. That's how I live my life. Okay. Um, okay, so anyway, so the True Crew sent some questions, some fun questions. Yeah. Should we fire through yeah, them, or what? let's blast through them. Let's blast through them. Let's go through some fun questions. Okay, Digital Dogma. His handle is at, this is on Twitter, at Dave M. Cool, K-O-O-L. Oh, yeah. I already... Like the cigarettes, bro. That's right, like the menthol cigarettes. Uh-huh. He right. says, why do you hate Edmonton so much, Steve? Why? 
I'm assuming Dave Cool is from Edmonton. He's from Edmonton, and he's like he's a little bit sore. Sure. About con- like he was like, please come to Edmonton. I, I was like, no, not happening soon. And then he got a little oversensitive. <laughs> you know what it is? Because the people are oversensitive. <laughs> is that way you don't go? Yeah. No, it, we've been to Edmonton. It's not cool. It's cold. I okay. love Edmonton. We did a gig there. We did uh, a couple years ago. We played with the uh, Disco Ball Armadillo. Uh, what's the name of that place? It I was can't like remember. A, it was like a roadhouse. Dave, I'll tell you what. Yeah. If you and it had a disco, like a, like it must have been a 20-foot armadillo made out of the disco ball look. Like the mirror, the square pieces right. of the mosaic mirrors all over the place, but in the shape of an armadillo. It's pretty right. amazing. Right. It was like a honky-tonk club. You can't make that shit up. No, you can't We were there. Up. Yeah. So I'll tell you what. Dave M. Cool, when you tweet to us the name of that place, then we will come to Edmonton. Okay? Be careful. It's an easy thing for me okay, to do. Okay, here's one. Emily666. E-M-I-L-E-E. Oh Sign of the devil. 666. Okay. Boxers or briefs? Well, that seems like a very straightforward, you said, I'd like to know. You said anything. You're right. Okay. Well, you know, here's the deal. Yeah. I go commando. That's true. I go commando. I go, I go neither. Uh, what about when you're exercising? When I exercise, I go briefs to keep it all snug. Okay. To keep it all warm yeah. in there? When I was in high school and college, I did boxers. Okay. Because I, I, I was searching for that freewheeling feeling. Sure. Everybody wants that. Um, but now, because like I, the only underwear I own are, are my briefs. Right. But I'm a father now, and so I don't like to sleep in the nude right. in case there's a crisis. I don't want to go running. Like if there's an earthquake, I don't want to jump out of bed nude and sure. rescue my kids nude. Right. So uh, I just... I sleep in my athletic underwear uh, to, uh, so, you know, I guess, I guess I'm a briefs guy now when, okay. I'm, when I'm going briefs. You know, a funny story was that, uh, you know, what we had that, uh, I had that Memorial Day barbecue at my house the other day. Yeah. And a lot of people, there, we had like, you know, maybe 60 people. There are a lot of kids. Yeah. And uh, uh, you were there with the fam. Yeah. And uh, I cleaned up, and the next day I cleaned everything up, and the one thing that was still sitting there after cleaning everything up Someone had left a pair of underwear yeah. Probably athletic. on the ground. Probably athletic underwear. It's like a pair of underwear on the ground. Sign of a good party, yeah. Kev. And I was like, who's fucking underwear? And then like, my wife comes out, and she's like, who left she's their like, underwear behind? She's like, but these kind of look familiar to me, right? Now, she's like, who left these underwear behind? And I was like, she, she was like, is it, was it possibly Lemmy? Because that's where your stuff was. And I was like, Lemmy doesn't wear underwear. Yeah. So I don't know what, how it could possibly be his underwear. Yeah. And then sure enough... It was your underwear. Yeah. I, the truth is I have, I have increased the number of locations where I underwear. Like now, when I fly, yeah. I wear underwear. Okay. In case something happens. Well, because of that one time, you know, the true crew, I don't know if I ever told you the story, but like it was the time I... I oh, you pooped your pants. I sharded uh, oh. right as my bag was going down the belt at oh LAX. And we had to get on a plane someplace. Yeah. But I had to go into an admiral's club and like, I, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll just... Clean it all. Gross. I'll take a shower there because they've got them there, and like, and then I'll you know I'll get a pair of sweatpants. But they don't sell any sweatpants or shorts in airports. Right. Anyway, so oh, I'm they like, don't. You think there's a reason? Because uh, they, they want people to shark. Yeah, themselves. they don't want to help the charters. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he's a, so anyway, I returned your underwear to you, but I did not wash it. I just kind of like picked it up with two fingers and put it on the table. I appreciate. And then that. gave it back to I you when you came. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, uh, but I'm. Uh, what about me? You want to know me? Yeah. You want yeah. my answer to that question? Yeah, Kev. Emily six six six. You want to know my question? To the, my she question. She she actually uh, said just she. Okay, but just Kevin. Yeah, I'm a I am a, a boxer guy. Why is that? I'm more of a boxer guy. I like the freewheeling thing. I don't like things getting too hot. You know what I'm saying? I like to keep it uh, keep it free. You like the freewheeling feeling. Yeah. When I was a little kid, you know, a little kid, you wore tidy whities. Yeah. And then uh, you're you're a candidate for uh, for commando. You know, if you I like it free, so. you're. You can't. I don't think so. I like I like a little extra layer of protection. But that's the thing, though, is what we've talked about. When you go commando, you actually wind up making sure you're totally clean. When no, but I'm talking about you just say it yourself. Farting? Like you fart? Oh, I yeah, fart a lot, dude. Dude, I fart a lot. This dude. is why we don't have female audience <laughs> members, because we talk about sharding and farting in our Okay, dicks. move on then. Move okay. on. Okay. This uh, comes from Thomas Price, USMC Price, Marine 1990. Okay. I wonder if he was born in 90. Maybe. And make this guy maybe that's what, that's maybe, maybe that's when he joined the Marines. Okay, so uh, let's. That let's, makes him older. Uh, he has a few questions here. He asked four questions. Okay, should we give him all four, or what's the deal? Uh, well, okay. So are any broken lizard members Eskimo brothers? Now, uh, I was saying I don't know what that is, and you were telling me what that is. This is like uh, steak and blowjob. I don't know what that is. Yeah, Eskimo brothers are. Uh, it's when two guys when you two guys who have slept with the same girl. Okay, and why 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 do they call it Eskimo? 
Is it because there are less females in an Eskimo tribe? I, is guess, that, I'm, I, I guess maybe that's got to be it. Is like, this maybe, racist? Is this a racist thing to say? Is probably. It? Okay. Like, I hate to say it's igloo culture, but, like, okay. uh, but uh, you know, okay. I really hope not. Okay. So, so an Eskimo brother... I don't, know, I don't know. The truth is I don't know what it means. Okay. So. But Eskimo brothers are guys who have slept with the same girl. Yeah, and I, I assume then Eskimo sisters would be girls who've slept with the same guy. Okay. I'm sure there is an equivalent, a sure. equivalent. But sure. Uh, there's okay. five guys in our group. Somebody's asking about Eskimo brothers. Okay. Uh, uh, are there Eskimo brothers? Yeah, there are, right? Yeah, there are. Uh, I'm not an Eskimo brother to anybody, but um, can we say you and uh, Chandrasekhar? Chandrasekhar and I are, are, yeah, we're Eskimo brothers a lot. Many times over? We're a lot. Oh, that's gross. Yeah. But interesting. Who is it? Is it relevant who the first brother is? <laughs> it, it, it is because it because it's tended to be me. I'm just going to say that. Okay, like let's say out of the the uh, Eskimo brother incidents that you've had, yeah. What percentage are you uh, Eskimo number one? Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm Eskimo <laughs> number one in. I think all of them. Really? I think so. Really? Yeah, but I'd have to go and like and really and think, think about through it. it. But okay. like the ones that I know of, I mean, like, uh, well, name we have names. A, Don't name names. I won't. I won't. We have a couple of Eskimos where like he hooked up with a girl and okay. then I slept with her. I don't mean. I'm now. I'm sounding douchey. Like yeah, I, yeah. all I do is yeah, lay the pipe. Yeah, hey, he really knows I'm how to hit a home run. Now, let me. He's the cleanup batter. I'm just saying. Whatever. Let me. Whatever. I, you know, it's probably totally. Okay, weird. so you, but you and Chandrasekhar are probably the most common of the Eskimo brothers. Uh, I think Mink and I are a little Eskimo. We got a couple Eskimos there. Okay. I think uh, Mink and Jay have a couple Eskimos. I don't okay. know uh, that Soda and I have Eskimoed. Right. Soder uh, traveled in different circles, probably. And, uh, and me, I just hang out with dudes. Sounds okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Who is usually the most annoying guy in the group? Usually? Yeah. The most annoying guy in the group. I think everyone's annoying. Depends who's leaking that day. I suppose so. So, it's probably, so I'm the, I am the most annoying. But Chandler's like our most recently because he was the leaker. He, yeah. So he's, he's fresh. Whoever's leakiest. He's wet. Jay is wet with leak. Okay. Um, okay. Is it? Hard, here's a serious one from Thomas. Okay, is it hard or ever thought to retire someday? And if so, what does that look like? Is it hard what? To, is it a hard thought to retire, to retire someday? And if oh, okay. so, what does that look like? Well, I think it, we're in a weird situation where it's not, like in the showbiz industry, you know, it's a little more ambiguous and amorphous when you were supposed to retire, Yeah, right? I don't think you have to retire. They might just phase you out, though. They, but. Sometimes, but then you just, you just morph, you know? You let the hair go gray and you start playing the, the older roles. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, we'll do older stand-up comedy jokes. Like, uh, what's the deal? You know, <laughs> Jokes about kids. I got an old man joke. I'm, I'm, I'm going to wait. I got, like, another 15 years before I can bust a set. You got your set old man set? Yeah. It's, okay. uh, it's uh, wait, I, can see, I can't even remember it. <laughs> uh, but that's what, that's the joke. That, but that is the joke. It's that's like, a great joke. I've been taking. I got an old man joke, you guys. I just can't remember it. Well, Thank no. you very much. Oh, yeah, I know what it Thank is. Thank you very much. It's, I've been having problems with my, my memory, so I've been uh, I got. Uh, taking some ginkgo biloba to help me with my memory. The problem is I keep forgetting to take it. Thank you very much. <laughs> I mean, that's a good fucking joke. That's a that's joke right bad. there. That's not bad. Okay. Yeah, we're ne- I'm never going to retire, I don't think. Okay, and then what's the craziest thing that's ever gone down while you were drinking slash at a party? Oh, God. I don't know. There's a there lot of There have been so many things. Some things I don't want to talk about. There have been so oh, yeah, many honestly, things. Something that, um, I, I, I one time, uh, uh, kind of recently, I, uh, I was at a cannabis function. Yeah. And uh, I thought I was just taking like a regular bong hit, and it turns out I was taking a dab hit. Oh, God. And like the head of the president of the dab company was like, be careful, bro. <laughs> and I waved That's him a off. dab. I, w- I waved him off because I was like, I got this, bro. Yeah. And then I took the whole thing, and the, and the co president was like, right after I blew the smoke out, I started coughing like it was that big of a dab hit. And by the right. way, my first dab hit. Right. Uh, they were like, okay, well, just look, if, uh, don't worry, we got you. When, when, when you start to go down the hole, we'll, we'll take care of you. And yeah. I was, and that when you go down, down the hole, we'll that sent me down the hole because I was like, oh fuck, I just did a giant dab hit. <laughs> oh fuck, I'm going down the hole. Yeah. And then there was a magician who did the best fucking trick I've ever seen in my life. Really? Yeah. He did this, his name was Danny Magic. He did this awesome trick. Danny Magic. Yeah. And okay. then he did a second trick to me specifically. Okay. And uh, and then I bugged out and I just I had to walk over. Yeah, I'm a professional at this point. I was like I just I didn't say anything. I just went over and sat in a corner behind a tree. Sure. To just cool off for a while. And they're like, what's with the Super Troopers guy? Look at him over there. Well, the guy, the dab president was like, holy shit, I just sent Steve Lemmy from Super Troopers down a fucking dab hole. <laughs> and so he came over and like, 
I was. It's the most stoned I've ever been. Really? Yeah. That's, a, un- that's a bold statement yeah, for a guy like you in Denver right now. And uh, <laughs> but I actually I had a great time. We we the guy actually saved me from falling into the hole. Okay. It was like it was like a through your lifeline, brother. Like I had my fingertips and and my toes. Okay. You know, I was suspended above this hole, but like I stayed out of it. We had a gr- I had a great time. Okay. Anyway, good. But, um, okay. That's but that's not the craziest thing that's ever happened. Sure, but sure. I don't know what is. Sure, that's the mo- the latest okay. and the greatest crazy. Chris thing. at Doctor Mond, fourteen. Why is Steve in the photo you sent out uh, on Twitter? You said why is Steve only wearing a hoodie and nothing else? I can answer that. Does he have trouble containing his sexy body after a Super Troopers two nude scene? Oh, what's up, Doctor Mond? No, 14? that's not the case. The fact of the matter is, Steve was doing his laundry mm-hmm. in our condo here. <laughs> he had no other clothes to wear. Yeah. So he was just going thing. And then my question was, Steve, we just got here last night. How are you already doing laundry yeah. in this condo? Well, first it's only I, been one day. We've been away from home. It's funny because like the, uh, in the photo, it's just, it's just my hoodie yeah. like above the table. And you can see I'm not wearing a shirt underneath yeah. it. But beneath the table, that's like the, whole, yeah. the anchorman thing. Like I'm not wearing any pants. Yeah, yeah. you're in your I'm in briefs. I'm in you're in briefs. your briefs right now as we record this podcast. Yeah, and, and this hoodie. <laughs> uh, you know what? Because I saw the washer and dryer. They were in this I awesome I just had condom. to use it. I just had to use it. And, and I was noticing like while we were flying, I was like, God, my shorts, I haven't washed my shorts in a bunch of days. Like they're ratty and they're wrinkled. Okay. And, and uh, like I wore a T-shirt. Yesterday on the plane, and then I wore a T-shirt to the interviews, the, the radio this morning, and right. like I worked out. Okay. And then the jeans I wore, I'd worn them like they weren't exactly clean. Okay. A couple <laughs> pairs of socks. I was like, "Fuck it, okay. I'll do a small load." Okay. I'll do a small load, and I, I did. Bet it. you will. Okay. And I did it, but you know, I packed light. Story time. of your life, small load. Wait, what? You know something, Kev? <laughs> you know something, Kev? You're a wide load. Oh, what's up? I'll take that. Okay. I'll take that. John Jacob Dolby. He his handle is. At Opus underscore Von Nostrin. Okay. Okay. Elaborate. He asks, pineapple on pizza? Oh. What do you think, Kev? Uh, I am not, I'm not, I mean, I'm not opposed to it, and I'm not, I mean, I, you know, whatever. I just don't, I don't like uh, sweet with my swalty, you know what I mean? Right. I don't like sweet and swalty, so yeah. I, I just like to go pizza. I like to throw more of a pepperoni or a sausage on there so I can go swalty on my swalty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, so yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll answer this. Okay. All right, but listen, there's been a lot of, like, hubbub about the whole combos and the pretzels and all that <laughs> shit. Okay? Okay. I mean, this is the one that keeps fucking going. Okay. People are like, oh, the pretzels. Somebody wrote, like, are they going to have combos at the uh, Comedy Works show? And it's like, all right, <laughs> all, right, all, right, all, right, all right, all right. Easy listen, in the listen. combos. We get it. We get it. Pretzels we should get a promotional deal, though. That'd be great. But, okay, go, go. You're yes, you're go. Right. Okay, so. What were you going to say? So, uh, what was I going to say? You're going to say, gonna I, will, I will talk about this, com- oh, you know, I don't want to do the combo thing, but I... Yeah, I I can eat. I like pineapple and ham on a pizza. Now okay. I know this is this is a hot topic these days. Sure, is the pineapple and the ham on the pizza? So is people it? call it like it's like okay. you know a, a great offense. It's a great uh, pizza faux pas. Whatever. I don't give a shit. Do and whatever you and want. And to those pizza. people, I say too, if there was if you were hungry late at night after a party and there was one pizza available and it was sitting yeah. there on your kitchen counter, would you eat it? Yeah, it's pineapple. I would. Pizza. Yeah, yeah. Would I order it? No. I would not order. No, it. I mean I want. Yeah. I want a pepperoni on yeah, my pizza. I want a sauce. I want salty on my salty. Yeah, I, I want, want sweet on my salty. Some black olives and some mushrooms, sure. all that shit. Sure. Okay, but anyway. okay, give me another one. Okay, Lynn Burnett. Yeah. At section twenty, man. Yeah. So this is this is a Lynn. This is a man. This is a Lynn man. Okay, man named Lynn. Yeah. Okay, got it. Funeral scene in beer fest. Okay. Fitz eulogy. Was this ad lib and? Were you trying to make Kev laugh whilst he lay there in state? Hashtag my asshole. Okay. okay my asshole? Well, because he was my asshole. Oh, oh I'm your asshole. Yeah. God, <laughs> that's like hashtag my asshole. Uh, it's, it's funny. It's funny because like the first, we actually reshot that scene. The first yeah. version. So we shot it once, didn't like it, went back and shot well, we, it again. Well, we liked it, it, but it was so emotionally charged right. over the top right. that the president of Warner Brothers thought it might be too emotional. Right. There was not... There was the first version of it. There wasn't really a joke. It was we thought it was funny how upset you were getting. Yeah, and uh, and arch how, yeah. how upset well, you were getting. And then in watching it, you're like, holy shit! It's actually kind of sad. It's actually sad. <laughs> it was actually sad. But like, but while we were shooting it, I was so emotional that like I remember during takes, I could hear fucking snickering from behind the camera. Like our producer Rich Barella, who <laughs> right. never does that. Right. He like people were just loving it. Yeah. So we we kept it. But then the president Warner Brothers said it's too sad. We need to reshoot it. Right. Make it a funny eulogy. 
Right. And so we did. We, I mean, we wrote that all like the, the you know, farted out an entire plum. I was plum surprised. Yeah. We uh, riffed on that thing. And uh, he, he, we, you know, we once, he ate a license plate and, I, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> right. and, you know. and, you know, I think it's funny. It's like if you go back and really, really look hard, you'll see that some takes of it have a different background. And that's us cutting between the different takes. So yeah. the wider shots and the earlier shots in that eulogy, the background doesn't quite match the other one. So if you go back and look, you'll see yeah. that we went back and reshot it. From my point of view, I don't think I was really laughing because I, I don't even know if I was in the coffin for your close-ups. You, uh, you were I? in the wide shot. I was definitely in the wide shot. And that was, little, that was a little freaky to look down and see you in a coffin laying there. Yeah, it wasn't even a situation where I was la- like laughing because it was fucking weird. Yeah. Like, get yourself all made up in a suit with that white pasty makeup well, and, and lie in a coffin. But that was the funny fucking thing about that yeah. is that your makeup, they, they made you a little clownish. Which we, we did on, on purpose. purpose. Yeah, 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 like you had kind of like red circles. Because, you know, sometimes you'll, you'll go to a funeral and it's like that. Like, it's not, like the, it's not yeah. the highest end makeup. It, yeah. it looks like it's a, a little clowny. So we did that. Yeah. The problem was also my, my family came. My brothers and my sisters were there. My brothers and my sister were there. And uh, Betsy, who, by the way, uh, commented on the fact that uh, you know you gave her you gave her a lot of shit in one of the she last episodes. It. She deserves and, it, and uh, that she loves you anyway. And so anyway, uh, they were there when we shot that, and it was very uncomfortable for them to have your sister and your brothers there while yeah. you are in a coffin made up to look dead, and it's sure. your funeral. So. I will say though, like uh, in the in the close-ups of you in the coffin. You have the slightest hint of a smile. Yeah, because they do that. They they put a little, <laughs> they put a little smile onto the onto the like you look a little body. like a Joker in there. Yeah, that's it's creepy. Yeah, that's creepy. I love it. Okay, Old Yeller, which is at Radamal. Radamal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, better kisser, Heffernan or your wife? <laughs> okay, referring to the uh, okay, super trooper, the super two. trooper two scene, smooch scene. Okay, um, yeah, let me let me hear that. Yeah, it's Heffer- Heffernan, obviously. Oh, deaf. Heffernan, obviously. Well, you know, like, by the way, uh, if I'm not dead, I, I mean, she's a ninja. <laughs> she's here someplace. What did you say, motherfucker? Are you fucking kidding me? You Heffernan? Heffernan is a better bell? kisser than me. Holy, not even in jest do I like to hear that. <laughs> You best not be jesting. <laughs> I Take know. Take it back, motherfucker. I know you lying. Take it back, ninja. Yeah, because I will come. I will cut you. I'm here, motherfucker. <laughs> um, you know, because with Heffernan, you're just getting a little... Uh, you're hitting a different sensation when you're kissing a Heffernan. Like, sure. It's like... How often do you get to kiss like a, a sweaty, weak ass mustache what? like that? Okay, you know it's like plus like he's got. You know, I thought you meant a generous kisser. I thought you meant. But, but you know, I mean, in the scene, you know, now we can talk about it. It's like you're kind of like motionless. Sure. Well, you know, I have to be. Yeah. That's I mean, you come I to life. You're like a. I do. You're like a Sleeping Beauty, and I'm the. Ex- oh, I never I'm thought about charming. that. You're exactly right. Why did we not come up with that metaphor? We gotta throw that into our into our comedy routine. Yeah. Really it's like do. Sleeping it's the, Beauty. It's the one we're phasing out. Yeah, he woke me up. <laughs> it's funny, too, because our comedy bits always get better once we've shot the special. Yeah. Then we done. really unlock the joke box. I know. Um, anyway, you're a hell of a kisser, Kev. Thanks, Thanks bro. Okay. Uh, do you want to answer a technical movie question? Sure. Go ahead. Okay. J.P. Dane Castro, that's at J.P. Dane Castro, yeah. asks, Why do movies or TV shows have so many different kinds of producers, different responsibilities, strengths, or something completely different? Yeah. I think it's different between TV and movie. I mean, they are definitely different responsibilities. Movie, well, I should say TV first. Like TV, you'll see a lot of different kinds of producers. And what it is, honestly, is that uh, uh, when you climb the ladder as a TV writer and you're on the TV writing staff, a lot of times they'll give you a title, uh, you know, commensurate with you getting a little bit more money, having a little more experience. But you're, you're basically just a writer. You're just basically a writer on the show. So they'll give these co-EP credits and co- whatever. There's, there's different credits in TV, and some of them are writers, and some of them actually are producers. And uh, in movies, it's also like there are different versions of, of money people and people who uh, do the nuts and bolts of producing. And that's a mixture, I think, in movies, where if like, someone gives a, mon- gives a lot of money, they'll be the executive producer. Um, and then you can give out credits like that. Sure, but then even even underneath that, there are two kinds of movie producers. Yeah. Like you have a guy who's the producer who literally is the one who produces the movie, hires all the key people, and yeah. he produces it on the more technical side of thing, and also has relationships with the studio, perhaps, or relationships with other actors. 
Then you've also got the creative producers. That's yeah. where, where we really have started. Right. We're producers, but we are the producers that write the scripts and yeah. give notes and things like that. And, and they actually get into the yeah the note giving and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, so creative producers and, and kind of physical production producers. There you go. Okay. So Alex Orlando, or it could be Alex Orlando, at A-L-I-X Orlando says, what is your favorite line you've gotten to say in any or all of Broken Lizard's movies? Do you Jesus, I don't know. Um, I always loved the line... Uh, I love the exchange with O'Hagan in his office when he and I are sitting there uh, in Super Troopers 1 watching the video of me beating up the kid. And O'Hagan is kind of like lamenting the fact that in the old days you could take me outside and beat the shit out of me with a rubber hose. Yeah. Uh, but today you got your unions. And then Farber, who's a prick, chimes in and he goes, well, Cap, you know I'm not a pro-union guy. Yeah. And it's the silly line because... The union is the guy that the one that's keeping him from getting his fucking ass kicked in. Yeah. Yet he still has to take a dig at the union. And he doesn't quite understand what the captain's saying Farmer to him. doesn't understand. And his thing. stupid. And in reality, I, I'm a pro-union guy, Kevin. And so uh, I always thought it was a funny thing that Farva is not even understanding what O'Hagan is saying to him. Yeah. He's just throwing out some uh, anti-union bullshit. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. It's, I, I love it. And I like the delivery. I think you did yeah. a good job because it's so stupid yeah. but yet so earnest. And it's under the radar. It's, uh, I like yeah. that. I like that. No, those are good. I mean, the under the radar ones are sometimes great. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, uh, I mean, my favorite line I think of all time is when Juan Castillo is talking about fucking the goats and he says, we were just a couple of a stupid kids. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's such a great double entendre and pun, it and is, a lot of people it missed it. Yeah. But, like, I remember, because you came up with that joke, yeah. and uh, cause we were in uh, New York City writing, writing that draft, and we were trying to think of a funny line, for, you know, like that I was confessing I had fucked a go, and you said, and I said immediately, I was like, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, this is going to be my favorite line that I ever get to say, and sure yeah. enough, it holds true. Yeah. And I've said a lot of funny lines. Sure. No, I mean, I'm sure we're not thinking of certain ones. That's well, just popping in your head. I mean, now, yeah. you know, it's like, I, I know, like in Super Troopers, I love the, uh, well, the good enough to fuck your mothers and you boys like Mexico. Sure, right? sure. We, we've talked Those about that. I, in yeah. Super Troopers, too, the whole French, the penis in your oh, asshole great. thing is like it's great. A, a joy. Sure. That, that was your uh, stand-up bit that, um, you let us, that you let us steal for the movie. Steal for myself. But, yeah. uh, I mean, you know, it's, it's tough to, all these things are like our babies. Sure. Like our films. I'm but. sure there are many other lines I could think of that I had fun saying. Okay. E-Rock 3382. This is Eric. Will you ever bring your wife on the podcast, meaning my wife? Um, yeah, we talked about it one of these days. I know. You know, we got, Why do we? First, I got to bust her out of jail. Yeah, exactly. And then, uh, <laughs> what'd you say, motherfucker? <laughs> well, that shit ain't funny. I'll bitch. come at you. I will come at you. Uh, yeah, there's, there's one episode that we did where she just walked in and chimed in at one point. And it was funny to just have a have a little hint of her. She was on a podcast at one point. Well, because she's not, you know, she's a little camera shy, and she, right. like she clams up. That's when she clams up. Okay. When you you want to defuse my wife? You put the camera on her. Put a microphone in her mouth. She'll be like a deer in headlights. <laughs> like we, it's funny because we uh, we put her in fatty and tatty. We did. Yeah. She's and I think her name is like Harriet or something like that. I can't remember. She did fine though. Well, she was supposed to be passed out or something, but, right? Yeah, it? but it's like at the beginning, like we paired her with uh, with a great improv actress. Sure. With Celeste. Celeste. Show. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she's not in her element. And we were, like, asking her. We were trying to get her to do some lines. And yeah. she was, like, glaring. She was like, I will fucking kill you. I did not sign up for this <laughs> shit, motherfucker. I am not. But she did a great. Then she has to pass out. And she did a great snore. She did great. She did a great snore. She did a great snore. She captured the comedy. Good for her. Good for uh, her. Okay. Ashton Melchert. Okay. at Like Kutcher. Okay. Oh, so Ashton. I get it. At Like Kutcher. Right. What's your favorite Patrick Swayze movie? Oh, mm. well, uh, Roadhouse. I can I can say that. I mean, it would be between Roadhouse and Point Break I for mean, me, but I think it's Roadhouse. Man, I mean, Point Break. I know, but like Roadhouse is just like there are so many elements to it that are, you know, some of it are some of it is, you know, there's a cheesy element at points, and some of it is like it's fucking tough and funny, and you know, I just think, I just think the legend of Dalton. Uh, trumps the legend of Bodhi for me a little oh bit. Oh my god! A little bit. Oh my god! Oh, you know, you're you, saying it doesn't. What did you just say? <laughs> Are you saying that that's yeah, beyond I'd, the pale? I'd go the other way. I mean, okay. Bodhi, it's fucking Bodhi. Dude. But Bodhi is is also like a peripheral, you know, like Dalton is in every 
fucking scene. Yeah, the movie's about Dalton. Right, and Bodhi is more of like the, well, no, the I mean, ethereal kind of guy. Yeah, but, but I mean, can you imagine any... I mean, look, they tried to remake I know. Point Break. I know. And it was a shame. It was not a good movie. Because, you know, I mean, Bodhi... You can't imagine... Nobody else could have played Bodhi. I mean, yeah. Patrick Swayze is so fucking badass. Like, here's yeah. what I'll say. And I, you know I love... It's kind of like when we argue or we discuss Bon Scott versus Brian Johnson. Yeah. Our ACDC debate. Yeah. We like both... You and I both sure. love both versions sure. of ACDC, but we each have a... I just said I love both those movies. Yeah. And, and if I'm I saying, had to choose... No, and I'm I saying gotta that choose. too. I gotta choose. I'm Roadhouse. saying that too. Like, right. Uh, point break... So to me... So it'll just... It's like our... Um, it's the ACDC argument. Sure. Bodie and Point Break are like ACDC and Bon Scott. Right. That's what I got. And uh, ACDC, Brian Johnson, is Roadhouse. Okay. With Dalton. Like a slightly more broad okay. version of the same thing. Like there are elements of cheese about both characters. Yeah. They're badass. Right. They're cool as shit. They say cool things. They kick Great. people's asses. Great. And they philosophize. I mean, That's what the right. fuck? It's what, kind of the same. What could you want? Same character. It same is. Thing. It is. That's why they're both so good. Um, okay. Let's see. Dustin. All right. We're getting to the end here. We're, uh, yeah. we're coming well, up one, on our. Dustin Shims. Last one. This will be the second to last one. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Because Dustin Shims at Carried the Zero says, can we hear Lemmy's Playboy story again? A sarcastic question. And to the, that, I say, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Was it because you've told that story so many times? Is that why? Uh, yeah, Here's I mean, the thing. Go back and, and throw a dart and pick any Chewing It podcast, and you'll probably hear the Playboy story. I'll tell you story. what, you know, who, you know who's laughing right now is your brother, Pat, who's like, if I have to hear, because he's heard it live a bunch of times. Sure, sure. And he's heard these, I have to hear that fucking Playboy story. It's in story. the special. It's One in the new time. special. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I know. Okay. Um, it has not come out yet, just so you guys know. Soon all it will right, come man, out. there are so many good questions. Maybe we'll We have time for one more. Time for one more, Lemon. Okay. Oh, at Carrie the Zero has another question, so I'm not going to answer that one. Um, okay. Because we got a show to do, bro. We're coming up on showtime, you know. Okay. Rob Badcock, burner account. At Slammin' Danny G writes, oh, What is the best joke that didn't make it into each Broken Lizard movie? Oh, God. That's a tough one. Let's go. It's Super well, Troopers. Well, I don't know about each one, but Super, Super Troopers, Troopers 2. The one that's fresh in my mind. I know that I, I'm sad that the uh, in the Farva Max scene, there is a, uh, when I'm giving you mouth to mouth. Yeah. There's an homage to Animal House where a Mac Angel and Mac Devil appear on my shoulder. Yeah. And, uh, and discuss the merits of uh, saving Farva's <laughs> life or letting him die. Right. And I think it's going to be in the deleted scenes. Yeah, it is. So, like, I'm not going to... And we actually shot it. You in an angel suit and you in a devil suit appearing on your own shoulders. Yeah. So it's, Which is great. It's, it's going to be in the deleted scenes. And I think there's also a bit of it in the behind the scenes. Okay. Which is before it actually got split. It's like the shooting of it. And oh, then you in the, the devil outfit. I remember yeah, that. the devil yeah, yeah. outfit. And uh, yeah. so you'll see, you'll see it. I, you know, it's just like, I think it probably slowed down the pace of the scene. Yeah. Uh, and it was yeah. a little esoteric at that point it of the movie. Little, but yeah. uh, it's uh, one of my favorites. Um, mine for Super Troopers 2 was, uh, we can maybe limit it to Super Troopers 2. How's that? Okay. Mine for Super Troopers 2 is that bear scene. So it's, uh, we had written in the script an extra bear scene that, you know, where I get chased the bear and there's a porta potty thing, the bear tips it over, that kind of thing, for those who have seen the movie. Yeah. And then as we're dealing outside with that bear, Rabbit is still chained inside in the locker room. And uh, it turns out there's another bear. Yeah. And the second bear walks in and he's got the whipped cream on his dick and the cherry on top. Yeah. And he's chained up and the bear walks in. Yeah. And takes a lick of that whipped cream but it's really shaving cream yeah so when he eats it he kind of snorts and snarfs and he swats at it you know barely missing the dick barely and then walking away yeah and we always thought it'd be it was an hysterical thing and we just couldn't get the bear to do it okay and that's the reality what happens that's what happens. we couldn't get the bear to do it and so uh we shot we kind of shot it but it didn't come out right. So okay, wait. Last go. one. Last one. Just because. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's kind of relevant. There's a good Chuk crew member here. Uh, Brittany Cooper. Okay. At I think it's B R B Coop L T T A N L. Yeah. I think. But yeah. uh, she says, "What would you say is your favorite improv scene that made it into any of the movies you've done?" Okay. So, so like maybe an improv scene or improv moments or something. Okay. Well, certainly that Danny DeVito stuff we talked Danny about. Danny DeVito scene with and, the... And I guess that's, that is considered... Yeah, it's improv, because I think Hayes did a lot of improv in that scene. But the Danny DeVito scene, which is in Super Troopers 2, we've talked about it before, but uh, it was kind of a, a thing where we knew we needed something for that scene a little bit more to let those guys have a little more fun. 
one night we were hanging out after shooting, shooting the shit with those guys, having some beers and whatever, and we started riffing on a guy who uh, was putting one over his friends trying to make them believe that Danny DeVito was not the same guy in Taxi and Sunny in Philadelphia. And we had a funny riff about it, and Sasso was there, and Hayes was there. All these guys were there. And we decided, you know what, let's try to get that into the movie. So we kind of wrote something up, brought it into the next day. We shot the scene, added to it as we went along, and not thinking it would ever work. And it ended up, to me, being one of the funnier scenes in that movie. It's a great scene. And I think a lot of people think it's, it's maybe the best scene in the movie. Yeah, love it. And, uh, and, you know, somebody asked me recently, they're like, does it kind of bother you that people think that's, like, one of the best scenes and it's not even you guys? And, and to that, I say no. Not at all. Because it's... Our movie, yeah, our movie we created, and the whole point is we want the audience to be laughing. It doesn't matter. Yeah. If, they're, if they're laughing at Kevin Heffernan, yeah. it makes me happy. If they're laughing at the Danny DeVito thing, it makes yeah. me happy. Whatever contributes matter. to your enjoyment, there you go. Yeah, exactly. It makes it a better movie. Okay. All right. Are we good? That was quick. We, we have probably a bunch more questions. We can probably record later another one uh, 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 for next week. There are some more questions. All right. and, but uh, we'll hold off on yeah, it because we'll we, we've hit our deadline here. We've got to go do our shows, guys. Yeah. We're in Denver. We've got to do shows. All right. So listen, uh, we'll get this up by tomorrow. It'll be Friday. If you hear it and you're in Denver, come see us. We're here the 8th and the 9th of June. We're at Comedy Works downtown. Yeah, really? Come if, see if us. If we're being meta, it's like we're going to try to get this up by today. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. And, uh, and then also we'll be in Seattle in two weeks at Parlor Live. HeffordandLemmy.com for tickets. Thank you, everybody. We appreciate it. What are, you, uh, what are you going with on the way out, Lemmy? I am going to go with a delightful... I'm going with Cool Ranch Doritos. Cool Ranch Doritos. Okay, yeah. that's great. I'm going to go with a brownie. Infused? I don't know. Dare I ask? I don't know. We're just going to find out. Good it's going to be a crap shoot. Good luck to you. I'll tell you in an hour. Okay. All right. Keep it together. All right. Chew Crew, thank you again so much. Uh, if you're out and about, come see us. Looking forward to it. And thanks for the questions. And as you know, you come to our live shows, we'll give you hugs on the uh, meet and greet line. That's right. And uh, I'll give you a big old, big old wet. Let's hug. chew. Mm-hmm. 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 All right, Chew Crew. Mm-hmm. We'll talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.